Have you been thinking about working with a coach, but aren't sure how to ask your company to sponsor your coaching? In this episode, we're going to discuss why it's a benefit to your company to invest in your leadership development and how to ask your decision makers to approve paying for you to work with a coach. For those of you who are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Jody Flynn. I'm an executive leadership coach, speaker, and author. I am the current president of the board of for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who are preparing for the next one. It is my belief that for more women to hold positions of senior leadership, there are changes at the individual and organizational level that need to occur. Not only do women need to be trained and coached on how to operate at higher levels of leadership, organizations need to change their paradigm of how the work gets done and what supports are in place for leaders to do their jobs. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search for Jody Flynn. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. Be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. I remember when I was working as a leader in mutual fund operations, I recall some of the training I received from how to manage my time, deal with change, and understanding and appreciating our team dynamic. I really enjoyed these trainings and I appreciated the opportunity to go through them. And it never, never, never occurred to me, even when I was facing a lot of challenges in my role after a promotion, to ask the company to pay for me to work with a coach. Thinking back on it, they likely would have agreed. Minimally, they would have paid for a portion of the cost. For this episode, I decided to bring in someone who has more understanding of the internal workings of a company's employee development program and what they are looking for when considering hiring an outside vendor to supplement the training and development programs within the organization. Meet Danielle LaFleur. Currently, she's the founder of Easy as Pie Design, a website design and marketing firm. Before starting her own company, she was the person making the training and development decisions for a large corporation. My role within the corporation was I was responsible for training and development for network and IT. So that's over uh, thousands and thousands of people, um, including like the NOC, the engineers, um, software developers, et cetera. So my job was to make sure that they had the training to be able to do their job, but also the training to be able to work and develop and grow within the company as well. So it was the full circle, the whole arc of everything that they had to do within the corporation. And we're talking about a corporation 
with over 200,000 employees. So it was a huge um, role. I managed all of the outside vendors that came in to do those trainings. I was the one who made the decision who was allowed in, who did we pay, who was not allowed in, those types of things. So when people came to me, my job was to protect the company bottom line and make sure that I managed my budget accordingly and got the best bang for the buck for the staff and for the vendors as well. Let's begin by establishing that there's a huge benefit for companies to invest in their people's development. According to the Institute of Coaching, 86% of companies that have invested in coaching for their employees feel that they more than recoup their investment. There are numerous benefits to coaching individuals within organizations. This research also showed that working with a certified coach empowers individuals and encourages them to take responsibility, increases employee and staff engagement, improves individual performance, helps identify and develop high potential employees, helps identify both organizational and individual strengths and development opportunities, helps to motivate and empower individuals to excel, and demonstrates organizational commitment to human resource development. Additionally, the International Journal of Evidence-Based Coaching and Mentoring published a case study that focused specifically on female leaders in a global organization who participated in coaching. Of interest noted in the report was that, and I'm quoting, the organization was keen to address the lack of female representation in senior management for many reasons, not the least of which is that the lack of representation of women in senior positions has been found to have a negative impact at both a financial and organizational level of performance. Let me repeat that. The lack of of representation of women in senior positions has been found to have a negative impact at both a financial and organizational level of performance. Women as a group don't have to prove that they are valuable in senior leadership. The research has been proving that for years, and I have a bunch of links to this research in the show notes for this episode. And you can find the transcript of this episode and the links in the show description in your podcast app, or if you're on the Women Taking the Lead uh, webpage for this episode, it's right in the transcript. You're reading it right now. Additionally, if you have been promoted, your company already has a vested interest in your success understand that this is common. Like it is, once you get into leadership roles or once you get promoted, it is, it behooves the company. They want you to succeed because they just invested in you. You have a sponsor, you have somebody that says, we want to promote you. Their goal is to make sure that you are a success. So please remember that, like they want you to succeed and they want to know how can we help. So remember that they're on your side. This is not like, we're going to judge you if you fail. This is like, we're so excited about where you're going. How do we help you? So put that in your frame of mind. It's really important to do that. Um, and the second thing that's really important to do is note that there are uh, companies out there um, that they really focus on leadership development. Like it's part of their track record for 2023, 24, 25. Like they are deeply invested in diversity and um, development and leadership development and all these things. 
It is a known conversation. You are not scaring anybody with this. This has been a conversation at the boardroom level way before you brought it up to your management or anything to that effect. You will be aligned with the future of your company. So please remember that you are a perfect alignment for coaching, okay? it's You need to do it. People bring in leadership executives, bring in coaches all the time to train on leadership development and management development, et cetera. So don't be scared about doing this. I actually, as a matter of fact, I would encourage you, even if you didn't need it to do that, because you're going to be elevated immediately because you are invested in that company and you want to succeed, which makes them succeed. Yes. One thing I've been working with my clients on too, and even women who are just talking to me about the potential of coaching together is make sure the next opportunity, make sure that coaching is a part of your compensation package because it's just so much easier when it's already there. If it's not there, it's like you said, it's an easy conversation. They're not going to get shocked by it. There's probably something in the budget for it, but if it's tied to your compensation package, then you, you, it's that much easier to just get it going. And Danielle, I love how you really created that picture of the company didn't put you in this new role and position. And then they walk, they went, they're like, okay, that's filled. And they've walked yeah. away and they've forgotten about you. They've actually, when they made the decision to promote you, what they were actually thinking was, okay, let's put them here and they can develop. And then let's see what they're ready for in the next couple of years. Like yeah. your company, your leaders, they are playing the long game. And yes. so, and you need to play that long game. You too. need to play the long game too. You really do. You're not promoted because you were perfect at every single thing on the check marks. You were promoted because you had a soft skill that they want you to develop. Having a leader who is equipped to deal with the day-to-day challenges and be a better leader for their team increases employee retention rates. There's that old chestnut. People don't leave companies. They leave their boss. The better you perform as a leader, the more likely the company is to retain those whom you oversee. If you didn't know already, turnover is expensive. Even if you didn't know that, the leaders in your company certainly do. According to Gallup, a conservative estimate of the cost of replacing an employee can range from one half to two times the employee's annual salary. Leaders who are selected carefully and developed represent a huge cost savings to the company, and cost savings turn into profits. Hopefully, you are with me that it is in your company's best interest to invest in your leadership development. Before you approach your boss or other decision makers at your company, you're going to want to have a good sense of what it is you're looking to improve. You may have feedback from your manager or peers, your performance review, etc. And there may also be some areas that can make a huge difference in your leadership that would not typically come up or be addressed at work. I developed the Leadership Operating System Quiz as a holistic self-assessment. This tool allows you to assess your effectiveness in leading others, leading yourself, your ability to influence, your ability to manage your energy, and your communication skills. It's a way for you to quickly identify where you could focus your developmental resources. And it's not about getting bad news. This quiz will also be a nice pat on the back to see where you're getting a lot of things right. 
Those who have used the Leadership Operating System quiz have described the questions as engaging and thought-provoking. They appreciated gaining insights on areas to improve and really liked the resources that were provided at the end. It will take you about three minutes for you to complete, and if you think about it, that's a quick turnaround to gain insight into what would improve your effectiveness as a leader and make being a leader more enjoyable. So you can go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash quiz to find out more about it, and also there's a link there for you to take the quiz if you so choose. We've established that there's a benefit to companies that invest in their employees' professional development. And if you've taken the leadership operating system quiz or another leadership assessment, you have an idea of what you're looking to improve. You also want to show your manager or decision makers that there is established research validating that coaching can help you improve in those areas. My team and I are working on a white paper to address this specifically, and we'll have that published soon. But if you're listening to this episode in real time, there are some research articles in the show notes for your reference. Next, you want to do some research on your own company. Many companies have a professional development stipend that they put aside for each employee on an annual basis. A yearly professional development stipend often ranges from $500 to $2,000 a year, but that stipend may be greater for individuals in leadership positions or depending on your company's size. Look in your employee handbook or employee online resources, and don't be shy about asking your peers as well. If you know someone who's worked with a coach or done a robust development program, ask them about their experience getting it approved. And as an aside, one of my clients negotiated working continuously with an executive coach as part of her package when she accepted a new job offer. And tucked this away, you can do this when accepting a new role within your organization as well. So hold on to that for the future. Now here's some guidance from Danielle on how to begin doing your research. My first thing would be to go look at their um, education um, packages and stuff like that. See if there's go to all of your, what you get out of working out of the company. Like, so like the company I worked, we had $8,000, every employee had $8,000 or $9,000 that they could go to spend for education, right? So actually a lot of people have no idea that companies actually have that built in because there is a cost benefit for most corporations. I think it's at 5,000, like they get a tax write-off of 5,000. So they, you might actually have just cash funds sitting in there that you could use and part of your benefit package just for training. And you don't have to go any further than that. You just have to fill out the paperwork and submit it. So go look at your package and what you get offered. After that, go find the right person in your corporation and ask, like, what do you guys do for continuing education for leadership development? Like make sure it's keyed into a leadership development because you just got promoted to be a leader and you want to be the best leader and really elevate. So kind of make that case too. If you've been looking around and you already know the coach you want to work with or the program you want to do, it's time to start gathering information to establish credibility. I have a lot of HR and talent development professionals in my network, and what they've told me is that they much prefer an employee come to them with the name of a coach whom they would like to work with. For the HR or talent development professional, this takes the burden off of them to find the right coach for their employee. 
working with a coach is a personal experience. And to be effective, it requires a connection and rapport between you and your coach. You know better than your decision makers who is going to be the right coach for you. When you leave that decision to somebody else, there's a chance it won't be the right fit. When you go to your decision makers to ask for approval to work with a coach or do a program, be prepared with information on that coach or program. When it comes to corporations or any company, at the end of the day, they care about ROI. They want to know that they're going to get a bang for their buck. They want to know that there's going to be value at the end of it. Many times corporations see investment into education as a loss. So they don't really understand how do we make money off. If we're educating you, then how do we get money out of that? So your first frame of thought when you're presenting this to your boss is what is the wins financially that they will get out of this? When you apply that to soft skills, it can be even harder. But what you have to kind of do is what happens when you have a good leader versus a manager? That's where you have to, like, you can start saying and grab that, those data. There's tons of statistics out there. Just Google and Harvard Business Review. Like, they'll have all this kind of case studies of when you have really good leadership, business grows. Mm -hmm. And if they're promoting you and your goal is to really dig deep into the company that you're working for and help them grow to the next level, they will get behind you 100%. You just have to prove that case that you're in it to win and you want the company to win. And this is how you're going to do that. You're saying, I need better education to be able to raise my team up so we can be top performers for you. The secondary is the personal development and the better working team. Better working teams produce better results, which produce better ROI. And as Danielle mentioned earlier, your company does see the value in investing in your development and they will not be blindsided by your request. However, they will be particular about what that investment looks like. Help your company to feel confident that they will get a return on their investment. While you will be giving them data that proves coaching can help you to develop as a leader, they're going to want to be sure you're working with individuals who have a track record of getting results. Your company will likely be looking to ensure you're working with a coach who has been certified by an accredited coach training program and has a proven track record of producing the results that you are looking for. A credible coach or company will have company documents or brochures that give an overview of the work that they do, as well as client case studies showcasing their expertise. Finally, know what the cost will be. Bring a proposal or a program brochure that outlines the program and the costs associated. The conversation will come to an immediate end if you don't have an idea of what the cost will be. And you will have lost momentum in the time it takes you to do the additional research. Having already shared with your manager or decision makers all the great information on coaching, what you're looking to get from it, the company or specific coach you want to work with, You've built energy and momentum to get their support. If you don't have the figures in hand, it will feel like a letdown for you and for them. So don't overstep this important detail. Know what the cost will be and be ready to present it. As Danielle mentioned earlier, it's common to ask for more professional development and it behooves your company to say yes to you. 
Your part is to make a strong case for what you want and need. If you've made a strong case for how your development will benefit the company, they will not see your coaching as a cost. They will see it as an investment. So in summary, one, know there is a huge benefit to your company to invest in your professional development. Re-listen to this episode if you need to frame your mindset for the conversation or boost your confidence. Two, identify your training and development opportunities as a leader. What are you specifically looking to improve? And you can take the leadership operating system quiz if you're not sure or if you'd like to gain a new perspective. Three, define how working with a coach will help you in those areas. Okay, white paper to come. In the meantime, review the links that are in the show notes. Four, Find out about your company's budget for training and development and see if there's a stipend set aside for each employee. Look on your company's internal website for employee resources and ask your colleagues. Five, establish the credibility of the coach you want to work with. Now, I've got something I'm going to share with you that will give you documents for women taking the lead if you'd like to work with me. Six, if possible, Bring an overview of the coaching program and an estimate of the costs. Again, I've got that for you as well. Seven, craft the conversation you would like to have with your manager or decision makers. Know what it is you want to say and how you're going to present the information. To make all of this easier for you, I've put together a checklist that includes scripts that will support you in making your requests for coaching. This checklist takes you step-by-step and has links to the documents and resources that will support the conversation you'll have or the email you'll send to your manager or decision makers. The ultimate goal is to make it easy for you to ask and easy for them to say yes to you. You can find this checklist at womentakingthelead.com forward slash checklist. And no surprise at this point, you can find that link in the episode description. If you're listening on your phone, that will be in your podcast app. If you are listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, the link will be toward the bottom of the episode webpage. I want you to get all the support you want and need. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can do this. As always, I hope this was of value to you. And here's to your success.